0: I hope you've enjoyed that song that song is something that really means a lot to me because we need to pass on our faithfulness to others Um, let's look in our Bible and I'm gonna give you three points this evening and I want you to hear me out on this number one God needs it God needs it he needs our faithfulness that's why we were created to be faithful to him I want you to turn to Matthew chapter 25 probably a familiar passage with it and I want to look at some verses in here and we're gonna start in verse number 14 it says in Matthew chapter 25, verse 14, and we're going to read quite a bit of this chapter. We're going to read all the way down to verse number 28 and then I'll explain what's going on with it. For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servant and delivered unto them his goods. And to one he gave five talents, to another two, and to another one. To every man according to the several ability, and straightway took his journey. Then he he that had received the five talents went and traded the same with the same and made them five other talent, five made them other five talents and likewise he had that had received two he also gained other two but he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his lord's money after a long time the lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with them and so that he that had received five talents came and brought other five talents saying lord thou deliverest unto me five talents behold i have gained beside them five talents more now watch what he says his lord said unto him well done thou good and faithful servant. Thou has been faithful over a few things, I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. That aspect of it tells you that if you are faithful, there's joy in this. And so we need to make sure we understand that. Look at the next one. It says He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I have gained two other talents besides them. And the Lord said unto him, Well done, Good and faithful servant. Same thing that was said at the, the other one. It says, thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. There's that joy of the Lord. Then he which that had received the one talent. You can almost see in when we're reading this, the atmosphere, the attitude change amongst the two and then the one. Because he, he comes in and came and said in verse number 24, Lord, I knew that thou art a hard man, reaping where thou hast not sown and gathering where thou hast not strawed. You can almost hear the excuses just coming on and the attitude change but i was afraid and went and hid thy talent in the earth lo there thou hast that is thine his lord answered and said unto him thou wicked and slothful servant now this is changed from good and faithful to wicked and slothful we'll look at that in just a second thou knowest that i reap where i sowed not and gathered where i have have not strawed thou oughtest therefore to have put my money to the exchangers And then at my coming, I should have received mine own with usury. Now we'll look at verse number 28. Take therefore the talent from him and give it unto them which hath ten talents. You know what, I was looking at this. um, The servant has to be faithful to be a good servant. And everybody's different. Go, Go back to where we started. It says in verse number 15. And unto one he gave five talents, and to another two, and to another one. Now watch. To every man according to his several ability. We all have different abilities. Here it says, listen, they all had several abilities, but he said, listen, and straightway took his journey. And I think it's very interesting in this, an aspect that most people don't think, is God knew who was going to produce and who wasn't, because he gave the one that was going to produce five, and he gave the other one two, but the one that wasn't producing, he gave one. So in other words, my my thought process on this, he didn't give the one that was going to produce one to double it into two. And the one that had five to hide it in the earth. He knows people. He knows you. So we need to make sure we're faithful. A servant has to be faithful. It goes from well done, thou good and faithful servant. In verse number 21 and 23 to watch wicked and slothful. In verse number 26. Hmm. When I was looking at that, thinking about that, wicked is unspiritual. has no righteousness to it. And, number, and the second one is slothful, so, and, and that's lazy. So do you want to be unspiritual and lazy? Well, you better be a faithful servant. And the faithful that he's talking about here is the faithful that you're doing what God asks you to do. You can look at them. There's one that has five, and he's found in verse number 16, and he that received the five talents went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. Verse number 17 is the two. He also gained other two. But verse number 18 is the the verse that says but he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his lord's money and you'll find out later on that this the master comes home in verse number 27 says listen if you had just put it in the like what we would call the bank you'd get usury meaning interest you didn't even do that you put it and put hid it in the ground and so we've got to be very careful with that my daughters when they were growing up they took something and they hid it in the ground put it in a canister and hid it in the ground thinking they would be able to find it to this day, they haven't been able to find it. Somewhere in the in the, uh, mount, in the mountains of North Carolina, in a wooded area, there is a little thing that they all put some trinkets in that they wanted to get dig up later, but they can't find it. Be careful when you put things in the ground, you might not find it. This guy happened to find it because I feel like he found it because he knew exactly what he had done and probably had marked it somehow so he would know where to get it so when the master came back. The master in verse number 19 will always come back. God is always keeping an accurate record. Look at what it says. After a long time, the Lord of those servants cometh and reckoneth with him. We've got to see this, that he comes back. Now, the the response is found in verse number 20 and 21 when it comes to the 5, doubling it to 10. 22 and 23 is 2 to 1. But verse number 24 through 28 is the excuses that he gives in the response that um, the master says to him, take therefore the talent from him and give it unto him which hath ten talents. It's interesting that he gave it to the one with ten. He was probably the most busy one with ten but he now he has eleven. So you have a five, two, and a one. I wanted to point out a few things. The wicked and slothful servant is not used of God. We need to be used of God. God gives you a responsibility to do it. You know, in our church right now we're we're dealing with no choir, no nursery, no Sunday school. We're doing all these things. No handshaking. But that doesn't mean that we're not supposed to be faithful. Be very careful that you don't fall into this trap and say, okay, I can just watch online. I want you to watch online if you're sick. I don't want you to come if you are if you feel like you have a problem. But if you don't, don't rely on the internet because we need that assembling together. I love seeing the people. They've just said a mandate here in in our county that you're supposed to wear a mask and so we're trying to implement that in our church service you say well why don't you have it have it on now because i'm by myself but if there were other people in here we've got to be considerate of other people but we don't need to drop out and say listen i don't need to be faithful i can watch it online i can give online that's great to do but you need that camaraderie ship you need that fellowship you need to see that there are certain people that would love to be here i think kelly would probably love to be here but god has put her in a point where she's in a hospital bed and she's there and we don't know how long she's going to be there But I guarantee you, if you gave her a choice, she'd be here. Don't choose the wrong thing. This wicked and slothful servant is not used of God. We need to be used of God. He was faithful. Watch this. He was faithful when his master came back. What do you mean by that? He didn't hide. He went and saw him. He made excuses, but one of his excuses was, hey. One of his excuses was not, I'm going to just hide and never see it. Has that ever happened in the Bible? Sure it did. Remember when Adam and Eve sinned? What did Adam and Eve do? They hid from God. They hid from God. They were hiding in the garden. He knew that. What about um, um, Jonah? Did he not try to hide from God? Absolutely. He was running from the Lord. And there's another one. What about Cain and Abel? Remember when Cain kills his brother Abel and God says, where is your brother? And what does he say? And He says, listen, he goes, I am not my brother's keeper. No, you're your brother's murderer is what you are. See, the thing is, is he was faithful when the master was around. He went back and saw him. Although he did not do what he needed to do when his master was away. And we'll get into that. So we've got to make sure we're not hiding from God. God's keeping an accurate record. And when God comes back, we better be serving the Lord. We better be faithful to our tithe. We better be faithful to the church. We better be faithful to God himself. We better be faithful to our spouses. God talks about faithfulness all the time. Don't ever underestimate what faithfulness is. He was faithful to his master when he came back. He went to see him. He did not hide. But he was not faithful when when his master was not around. That shows the good and faithful servant. I always use this as an illustration. I'm going to use it for, for you. I don't know if you are like me, but... I like when I want to go someplace, I want to go there. I want to get there and I want to stay there. But the journey there, yeah, I see things along the way, but I want to get there. My goal is to get there. So my aspect of this is I drive kind of a little bit faster than what I should. I'm not terrible about it, but I can tell you this. When a police officer comes up behind me, I drive differently. And so do you. I know people that never go over the speed limit and never never do anything wrong. But when a police officer, they even slow it even down further. There's something about having that person behind us that's keeping an eye out for us, keeping a watch over us. Um, I have a police officer in our church, and he pulled up behind me one time. Now, he says I was on my phone. But I literally was wiping my phone off. I had a dog in the car and the dog had licked it. Now that sounds like a terrible excuse and he keeps teasing me about it, but that's really what happened. But when I saw the police officer, I I knew, I didn't know it was him to begin with, but later on I would find out it was him when he texts me. Which, let me just say this, you shouldn't be texting and driving. He wasn't driving. But as I look at this, man, we, we sometimes, we change who we are, don't we? When someone's watching. He was faithful to his master when he came back, when he's in the presence of his master. But when his master wasn't there, he was unfaithful. He was that wicked and slothful servant. God needs a faithful servant. We would be held by, by accountability to what we do. You say, well, God's not giving me very much ability go back to that verse again it says to every man in verse number 15 matthew chapter 25 to every man according to his several ability he's given you a several ability use them well i don't have the talent that that so and so has well there's another biblical principle there be content with what you have and the and paul says probably one of the best christians for i have learned to be content something you have to teach yourself because we can look at other people and say, man, I want to be like them or I want to be like her or I want to, I wish I had this or I wish I had that. And then we're never content with where we are. And then we find ourselves not being faithful. Be faithful and understand that God blessed us with many different things. Here's a different aspect about this. Watch. There's three guys in this story, three servants. There's one that started out with five, one that started out with two, one started out with one. The five doubled to ten, the two doubled to four, and the one held at one. When he got done with the one, the master took the one and gave it to the ten, so he had eleven. But watch this. He blessed the first one and the second one just the same amount. Well, you say, Pastor Reiner, why is that so important? Because we're all different. God doesn't expect out of me what he expects out of you, and he doesn't expect out of you what he expects out of me. Watch. If you read this, watch. One started with five. And he ended with 10. And you hear in verse number 21, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, enter thou into the joy of the Lord. Condense that a little bit. But then you go down to verse number 23, the one that started with two and ended with four. His Lord had said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant, thou hast done faithful over a few things, enter thou into the joy of the Lord. It's the exact same thing said. You say, well, yeah, I understand that. But watch this. You say, well, I don't have the talents that other people have. Use your talents for God. God, and, and and with that, be faithful. God needs it. Um, God needs us to be faithful. One started with five. One ended with four. One ended with less than the other one started, but they were told the same thing. It shows that God has got it. Sometimes we think God's unfair, but here in this story, we see God's fairness in this. He said the same thing, to the second person as he said to the first person so make sure you understand that that we still need to be that good and faithful servant so God is God needs us to do that so with that that's God needs us to do the second thing is this not only does God need us to do it we need to do it I want you to turn into some of Solomon's writing go back to Proverbs chapter 20 and we're going to read some of these verses Solomon writes this in in Proverbs chapter 20 in verse number six it says this most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness, but a faithful man who can find. That's an interesting aspect of this, because when you look at this, um, it says most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. Well, I'm good. Just listen to me. I'm good. Just I can do this. I can do this. I can do that. That's not what God's concerned about. He's not really concerned about that. He's not concerned with our lip service. He's not concerned about what we say, he's concerned in this verse. He's not talking about what we say, because what we say sometimes is not what we do. You've you've heard that, do as I say, not as I do. But look at this verse. This proves this. It says, most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. Have you ever been in that one where you've got to tell a bigger story and how great you are? Don't do it. You don't need to proclaim your own goodness. Let somebody else do it. Let God do it he says this then he breaks it down and these two really you would not think that they go together but they all actually do watch what it says it says most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness but a faithful man who can find now it's talking about faithfulness where does this handle with the, his own goodness talking about how good he is we can talk to him, we're blue in the face about being good but we need to have action to that goodness and Solomon's saying, listen, most men will tell you how great they are, but really, in all actuality, we can't find a faithful man. I've been blessed this church. I want to thank you for your help with me with what I'm going through. It's really affected me. There's things I cannot do, and there's things in people. This week, I've had four or five phone calls from men of the church calling to make sure I'm okay. I know what they're doing. My daughter came over and visited me to make sure I was okay. God knows what he's doing with this heart thing. I'm going to be okay. I mean if worst case scenario if I pass away, guess what? Threaten me with God. I'm going to be walking with the Lord. I get to see my mom. But that's not that's not his plan right now. But you know what I'm thankful for the faithful people that call me and text me and write me, email me and say, "How are you doing? I've been praying for you." They put actions to their words. We've been we were blessed to have, I think, 14 or 15 people helping at the workday. We got another workday on Saturday, and I know Saturday will be a bigger day. We'll have lunch for you. I'm excited about what God has in store. We're trying to get some things done. And I've been blessed with a great church. God has given us some wonderful people, and I've got some wonderful friends in the two two and a half years I've been here. Almost three. But I don't want I don't want people to look at me and say, I'm just talking about how good I am but I'm never there for you. The Bible says this. Most men will proclaim everyone his own goodness. We'll talk about it. But a faithful man, who can find question marks? Solomon says, I wonder how many times Solomon as a king had someone say they were going to do something for him and never did it. We need some actions in this. We need action in our life for faithfulness. What else do we get when we get faithfulness? I want you to turn into Proverbs chapter 13 and verse number 17. It says this. It says, a wicked messenger... Falleth into mischief. Now you don't want your messenger that's bringing back. And I'm picturing this as Solomon. Solomon's a king, and he has people that messengers that come in and they they tell him information. Maybe it's, there's a battle going on, or maybe there's a problem going on in his kingdom, and they come in and say they report to him. They tell him almost like a press conference to the king. It says a wicked messenger falls into mischief. He he's a messenger, but he's a wicked messenger, so everything is wrong with him. He he'll he'll get sidetracked. He won't do what's right. But watch this. But it says but a faithful ambassador is health. You say, well, what does that have to do with it? When you do what's right, and you're a faithful ambassador, and we'll get into that word ambassador in just a second, amb- well, it's, ambassador is a person that takes the place of. If you're an ambassador to England, you're, you're taking the, you're, you're living in England, but you're taking the place, so you are, you're a voice for America. And here it says, it says in this verse, it says, but a faithful ambassador is health. In other words, instead of somebody that's a terrible messenger, a wicked messenger getting into mischief, a faithful ambassador is health. It makes your spirit feel well. So we have the action and then we have the health. I want good health. I want to do the things I need to do. You need to do the good things you need to do. And sometimes our health is affected by what we read, what we watch, what we see, what we do and here it's saying a faithful ambassador someone that is a good representative of christ has health and can get over this i've met so many people that don't have a good testimony but have an ailment and they're terrible i'm thinking of one particular one right now but then i've met some others that are going through so many things and yet since they are a faithful ambassador They can get through it. We live our life sometimes that we look at others and go, man, I'm better than they are. No, we're not. At any given time, we can fall into their state. We're praying for Brother Moody's son. and He's having headaches, and he's had headaches sometimes up to 50 days. I don't know about you, but I'm very irritable when I get a headache. I can't imagine going through that. I would like to think that I would keep my testimony, but I, I'll tell you right now, it'd be hard to do. And he's not done anything to get this. It's just what God's sending him through at this time, and we need to pray for him. But I want to tell you, when I read this verse, there's some people that because they're not a faithful ambassador, their health is not good. Their mind goes out, Their 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 body goes out. You know, I'm thankful for a mother that had cancer, that when she went to see the doctor, she'd bring cookies and, and, and pies and cakes for them. And, and while they're trying to help her, she's helping them. I'm thankful for somebody like that as an example. You know, we've got to have some action to our feet. We've got to have help. We can have, don't, don't, we don't just need to spend our time looking over our shoulders and worrying. Give it over to the Lord. Be a faithful ambassador and have that health, have the, have the mentality to go, okay, I'm going through this, but I'm going to get through it with God's help. It's nothing I can do. It's only what God can do. So the first one is action. The second one's health. And then I like this. we go to Proverbs chapter 28 again. Solomon writes this in Proverbs chapter 28, and there's a verse and I, I want to read the whole verse to you. Proverbs chapter 28 and verse number 20, it says, a faithful man shall abound with blessings. Now, what's interesting about that verse is sometimes we feel that we're blessed when we have objects. Possessions are not blessings. I have known people that had a lot of possessions and they're never happy. I remember them remember what, reading an in, interview about rockefeller and they asked him what and he had everything i think he was the wealthiest person in the world at that time they asked him what do you need and his answer was this what what if you could have anything else what would you have and you know what he said just one more dollar i know of a lot of people that have all the all the gadgets the 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 um toys like a man's toys a boat, and a four-wheeler a golf cart a swimming pool I mean, they have everything that that you could possibly want. They have land, a good home, a good job. And just because they have possessions doesn't mean that they're happy. Look at what it says here in verse number 20. It says in um, Proverbs chapter 28, verse 20, it says, a faithful man shall abound with blessings. I'm going to tell you something right now. I don't consider myself faithful. It's something that we're always constantly working on and you need to be constantly working on. But I can tell you right now, I live part of this verse because I've been blessed. I have a wonderful wife, love her to death. Um, I don't have to worry about her, what she says. I know preachers that have to worry about their, their um, what their wife says. I, I, I was think of this one preacher I know that from another state and when he, gets, when he goes overtime with preaching, His wife sits in the auditorium and points at her watch and she holds it above her head so people can see it. Thank God my wife doesn't do that. For spite, I'd probably preach for another hour just to do that. That's just me. But, you know, I'm thankful I don't have that. I've got two wonderful girls, two wonderful son-in-laws, and a wonderful hoodlum, my granddaughter. I've got a nice house, nice cars, wonderful i've got some great pets as i look at it i've been blessed beyond all measure i've got some good family members i'm excited about what the lord's doing even despite all these things i'm going through look at this verse it says a faithful man shall abound with blessings we get so wrapped up in what we're going through we fail to see the blessings god wants us to see the blessings. Take it easy and understand that God will bless you if you're faithful. Faithfulness is very important. I want to hear, well done, thou good and faithful servant. I keep reading this verse. It says, but he that maketh haste to be rich shall not be innocent. You say, well, what does that have to do with blessings and and being rich? Some people spend their whole time and they're never happy and content with where they are. They don't see the blessings that they have because they're always constantly trying to get things. I don't want to be that way with whatever i have and however god chooses to heal me on either direction of it i want to be understand that i've been blessed and i have been blessed i'm thankful for what god's done be thankful for what god's done for you and last but not least we have god needs it we need we need it we need action we need health and we need blessings and the last one is this others need your faithfulness that's why we were created that's why we were created Paul writes, go back over to Ephesians, and I want you to see this, and we're almost done. Ephesians chapter um, 6, and verse 19, 20. He's about ready to wrap this all up. Why do other people need faithfulness in me? You know, it, I, I'm having a hard time on Sunday night going out and doing anything because I don't want my, my, my neighbors, and we already have this done, and we're putting it online. But i don't want my neighbors to think for one second oh he doesn't go to church anymore that preacher over there he doesn't go to church why is he doing this he shouldn't do that well you know what we've got to guard our testimony look at what it says paul writes this and again he writes he writes this to the church of ephesus and it says in verse number 19 follow along for two verses remember we're talking about ambassador watch what it says it says and for me that utterance may be given unto me that i may open my mouth boldly to make known the mystery of the gospel for which i am an ambassador in bonds that there I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Now, let me point out a few things to you really quick. Number one, utterance means the power of speaking. We don't use that word very much, but that's what that word means. Then you go down there, it says, may I open on my mouth boldly, because a lot of times in my my, my life, faithfulness, I'm not going to have a problem faithful to church, but man, I need to witness more. I need to open my mouth boldly. When you open your mouth boldly, why do you need to open your mouth boldly? Paul says in this, because that to make known the mystery of the gospel. People don't understand about Christ dying on the cross, rising again for their sins. We need to we need to have be faithful so people can see that. Look at the next one for which I am an ambassador in bonds. Well, a, a, a ambassador is someone that takes the place of. In bonds means he's he's basically he can and cannot do certain things. When you're an ambassador for Christ, you can't do things certain things. You can't say certain things. You can't lose your testimony. You can't do things that the world would do. We've got to make sure we understand it. It says, and therefore I may speak boldly as I ought to speak. Here's this mystery people need to understand, and they don't understand it because we're not faithful to it. God wants us, me, you, and us to be faithful to him. God needs it. I need it. We need it and others need it there's another portion of scripture you don't need to turn to paul is writing a, a young preacher by the name of timothy and he says this he says in in second for second timothy 2 2 it says and the things that thou hast heard of me referring to paul among many witnesses it's just not just one it says the same commit thou to faithful men Now watch this. Why does he want him to tell him faithful men? Now watch this. Who shall be able to teach thus others also? It's talking about the compounding effect. If I'm faithful, I teach other people faithfulness, and then they teach other people faithfulness, and it gets bigger. God's counting on us. Other people are counting on us, and we need it for action. We need it for health. We need it for blessings. God needs it. God needs faithfulness. We need it. We need faithfulness, and others need it. Faithfulness. Unfaithfulness helps who? Does it help God? No. Does it help you? No. Does it help others? No. In fact, anything, it does exactly the opposite. It hinders. It helps nobody to be unfaithful. Let's stay faithful. Don't drop out, well, the pandemic is here and we can't meet and we don't do this and we don't do that and I'm scared of it. I'm scared of some things going on. I don't understand what's going on. But this is not the time to quit. And when you quit, guess what? You become unfaithful. And I'm not preaching to anybody. I'm just telling you. I've been in ministry long enough. I've been in ministry since 1992. Almost going on 30 years, and I can tell you right now, I've seen people quit. And you know what? It's not worth it. God doesn't want you to quit. God needs us to be faithful. We need it and others need it. Just recently, a friend of mine up in Illinois went home to be with the Lord. Went home and now he's with his daddy in heaven. I think he was in his early 70s. But I always remembered a smile on his face. But I'll never forget when I first went to the church in Illinois that he wasn't too faithful. But it wasn't too long that he started to become faithful was it too long that one of his children went to a Christian college. was it too long that I found out that he was a deacon. And I wonder if all those decisions that he made, because there had to be a point in his life where he says, okay, listen, we're going to be faithful. His wife's still faithful to the church, love her to death. If I were to come there, she'd hug my neck. I love her to death. But I think if you were to sit down and talk with him now that he's been in heaven for about a week, and you ask him this simple question, was it was it worth being faithful to the Lord? I think he would absolutely say, listen, don't quit on God. Stay faithful. We need to understand that we must be faithful. Lord, I thank you for you being faithful for me to me on the cross. I thank you for you being faithful, those ministry years that you had on this earth, the many people you healed and you brought towards you and brought towards God. I thank you for being faithful while you're standing, while you, you are nailed to the cross between two lost people. I'm thankful for, for your faithful testimony, where one of them would go into heaven. I'm thankful that you didn't come off the cross, you didn't become angry when they were wagging their heads at you and they were saying things and putting signs up and giving you things to drink that were not good for you to drink. I'm thankful for your faithfulness, Lord. May I be faithful. And may I understand that when I'm being faithful, I need that. You need it, God. And others around me need it. Lord, I don't know what the future holds. I don't know what it holds for the world. And yet I don't know what it holds for me, me myself. But Lord, may we finish our course and be found faithful. May the people that look at our lives as the song that I sang... May they understand that people are going to look at us later and say, man, they were faithful to the Lord. May I be the same person that I am here, that I am at home with my wife. May I be the same person that I am here when I'm with my kids, when I'm with my neighbors. Lord, prove us and show us how important faithfulness is. So much I want to hear, well done thou good and faithful servant. So often I see where I go, and sometimes I'm wicked and slothful. May I not be lazy, and may I not be unrighteous. May I finish the course that you set in front of me, and may it be said of me, and may it be said of our church and our people, that we were faithful. We were faithful Sunday morning. We were faithful Sunday night. We were faithful Wednesday night. We were faithful to visitation. We were faithful to activities. We were faithful in witnessing. We were faithful in reading our Bible. We were faithful in praying. Faithfulness is very important. May we truly understand the magnitude of being faithful. Lord, be with this time that we've had together. May we learn from your word, and may we be those two servants. In Jesus' name, amen. I want to encourage you again. We have some work days this week. And then next week, we have Byron Fox coming. He's an evangelist. Love him to death. I'm excited about him. He'll sing some songs and do some things for us. He'll be here Sunday morning. Sunday night we'll still be online and we'll do the second part of this and we'll talk about forgiveness. But then on Wednesday we have West Coast Baptist College out in California. They're going to be here with us with Dr. Jim Shetler and he's going to be speaking for us after the service next Wednesday, not this coming Wednesday, but the week after that we will have um, Beach Hut Shaved Ice for everybody. So you make sure you come, invite someone to come, and last but not least, I really need your help for work days. If you could come on Sunday, Saturday and help us, we'll provide lunch for you and we'll have a good time of fellowship. And it's always good to be with people around around you that are of faith. And then if I can get a couple people to help me this Tuesday, that'd be great where we can get the gym prepped for everything. Thank you again for joining our services. I hope you have a wonderful day. Stay safe and pray for those around you. You have a good night.